Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews. I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Room for Doubt podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I literally was sitting on my bed crying. I was like, oh my gosh, we've done 55 episodes. I remember when I was doing the first episode and how much celebration, nervousness, how much preparation it took me to just get one out into the world. So I'm really, really happy when I look at the back catalogue of all the topics that I've covered and all the people that I've spoken to and when I receive lovely messages from you. So I'm going to read you some of the love notes that I've received. Should we do that? Isn't that cute? This one comes from Rebecca. She is the founder of a really cute brand, really chic brand called The Violet Label. She says, just listen to your podcast on decision making and it was so good. Making decisions has always been my biggest downfall and you break it down into such a better way of looking at it. I put so much weight into one thing sometimes when logically I know It's either learning, good or bad, that's actually more important than anything, as well as just moving forward. Thanks for your pearls of wisdom, as always, and I hope you've been tearing up the skateboard recently. I have indeed been tearing up, tearing up, (laughs) tearing up, tearing up the skate floor. Also, like, I've been damaging my body quite a lot. I've been hurting myself, which sounds like a bad thing, but I actually feel like it makes me a legitimate skater. Like, the more injuries I have, I'm like, yeah... I'm cool, man. It means I'm committed. I love it so much. This next love note comes from Molly. She's the founder of Zen Den and she sells really cool, like reworked stuff. She's a longtime listener and lover of the show. And she says, just a quick message to say how much I'm loving your podcast right now. I know I've already told you how much I love it, but they just keep getting better every time. Every time I listen, I feel so much better about myself and my business. So thank you for sharing your knowledge, your wisdom. It literally saves my day. When you work alone for so long, it's hard to keep momentum up, but you always manage to re-motivate me. So keep killing it. Thank you so much. I love it. I'm just so touched. If you are loving the podcast right now, please, please, please leave me a little review on Apples, on iTunes if you can. And also feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram if there's a burning question or a burning topic that you really want me to explore and answer here on the show. If you aren't following me, you can find me on Instagram at Kyra the Bold, K-I-R-A the Bold. And let me know what topics you want me to cover on the podcast. I am going to be doing a few solo episodes for a while and I have some amazing guests lined up and coming for you, coming for you, like literally coming for you in the near future. But today is the episode you've all been waiting for roller skating and business. (laughs) All the lessons I've learned about from roller skating and how they apply to business. So one thing that I think is like my, one of my favorite things about me is I can take nearly anything in the world and I can find the meaning to it. I can spin it in a positive way. I can spin it in a way that like turns me on and stimulates me. I can look at a tree and really understand how it relates to business a business concept or like a mindset concept. It's just like one of my most favorite things about me, okay? And so roller skating obviously had to fall into that topic. 
oh my gosh, I should probably back up a second. If you're not following me on Instagram, you won't know this, but I've recently learned how to roller skate and I tell every single person I meet, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a roller skater. Bought my skates a couple of weeks ago and I've been skating all the time, all my free time, doing all the fun things. It's been amazing. But of course, of course, I had to bring some pearls of wisdom about what I've learned from skating and how it can apply to business. When you hear things in a good, big, fat, juicy metaphor, it can just help some of these concepts sink in and just take it a little bit deeper. So I've got four key things what roller skating can teach you about business. Number one, this is a motto that I've been telling myself that's helped me get back up every time I fall down. So one thing about roller skating is that the first thing they teach you in the lessons and when you get your skates, there's all sorts of YouTube videos. They go over this if you look at a beginner video. It's always how to fall. You must learn how to fall safely. It's part of the process. You cannot skate without falling over. So the motto that I've created for myself when I'm doing things and I'm falling over and I'm kind of hurting myself is this. If you like the skate you also have to like the falling. If you like how it feels to be able to skate and glide, you also have to like the falling. You have to be in love with falling over. And how this relates to businesses, so often we want the success of our business, the success of ourselves. We cannot bear failure. We have like zero tolerance for failure. If we try something and it doesn't work, we're like, no, 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 something's gone terribly wrong. It means I'm never going to be success. I'm never, it's never going to work out for me. What am I going to do? It means I'm a terrible person. I'm getting it wrong. All of these things. But what if you approached it like roller skating? Like I have lost count about the amount of times that I fall over. And actually, I remember when I did my first big fall, like literally, if you think about like a you've been framed fall, like I did a couple of big ones like that. I was so relieved because one, it didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. I didn't crack my head open or anything. But also two, I had got it out of my system. There's something that happens when you become unafraid of failing and unafraid of falling. When you are unafraid of falling, you actually lean into and open yourself up to actions that you aren't able to access when you're afraid. So let's take the example of launching because it's something, it's an example that many of you will be able to understand. When you are going into a launch and you're afraid of it not doing well, you're afraid of not making sales, you're afraid of it not going the way you want... What happens is you'll be posting and doing all the things. You may be showing up doing all the things, but you have this horrible, graspy energy. You are nervous on your Instagram stories. And when people are watching your launch, instead of listening to the words that you're saying and to the products that you're showing them, what actually happens is they spend more time thinking about you because they can tell that you're nervous and you're unsure and you're showing up afraid. They're like, is she okay? Are they okay? what's going on? Why don't they feel good about this? Like 
they start to have thoughts about you and not actually about the launch. And the more you feel afraid and the more you go through that launch and you feel afraid and things, you start to get evidence that the launch isn't going to go your way, then you just stop, you cancel, you don't show up, you have no motivation, you think, oh, this is not working. What's the point of this? It's all been a waste. When we know that logically, in order to create success, we can't be focusing on the failures. We have to be focusing on the things that are going to create that result that we want. So showing up with confidence and being really bold. In order to be able to step into the confidence, you have to go to the worst case scenario in your mind and really experience that fear ahead of time. Experience your thoughts ahead of time so you can let it go, so you can release it and really get on with the fun of building your business and putting yourself out there. When I'm in a roller skating session with friends or if I'm in a roller skating lesson, we fall over all the time. We fall over all the time. Okay. And when we fall over, what it actually means is that we've learned or we're trying something new. So if you were, I can skate forward pretty well. (laughs) I can skate in a straight line pretty well. And when I'm skating in a straight line, I can skate for a long time without falling. Like I probably won't fall over skating in a straight line because now I know how to like balance myself and all that stuff. But the only thing is, I don't just want to know how to skate forward. I want to know how to jump, to do flips. I once saw a girl like skate, I think she was skating backwards and then she did like a backwards flip into a skate. I was like, that's the kind of level that I want to be at, okay? But in order to get there, you have to be okay with tripping up and not knowing how to do it as you grow and when I'm in a skating lesson and we're all falling over we're all laughing we're all having fun we're just so here for it imagine if you embrace the same failures in your business the same hiccups in your business with that attitude of laughing of having fun of saying to yourself if I like the successes in my business I also have to love the fails and when it isn't working I just want you to try that on relax into it and see how you go This takes me very nicely on to number two, which this is a lesson that, mamma mia, I feel like the universe has been sending me this lesson in different ways for over like most of my life, but I have just now understood it and it has just clicked for me and life will never be the same. Number four is you have to commit to the process and the lifestyle and not the end result. Okay, you have to commit to the process and the lifestyle and not the end result. And I know this seems so contrary to so much advice and things online. Like you're like, you have to commit to the end result, commit to the end result. This is why I think you should commit to the process and the lifestyle more than the result. So before you buy your first pair of roller skates, what actually happened for me is that I dreamt about having those roller skates being the the kind of person that wears really cute outfits and like rides around and is really graceful. And I watched all these YouTube videos of skaters doing all these things. And I got really excited about that being a result for myself, about being the kind of skater who could do that myself. So I was quite into the result, the end result. Okay. And during that process of researching different skates and like watching all the videos, what is actually happening is I'm selling myself on the idea of that being my end result, okay? So you wanna commit to your end result when you're getting started, 
But there's something that happens when you take an idea from an idea and you actually put it into action. Okay, when you take your business from the Pinterest board and you actually put it online and launch it out into the world, there's a shift happens where I when you are taking action to create a result, you can't also be in dreamland dreaming about that result. And what I mean is that when I was seeing all these skaters online doing all these amazing things, they made it look really, really easy because they were just so good and so proficient in their skills of skating. They made the end result look easy. So when I started skating and I was like, yeah, that's going to be me. I'm going to do that. It was a huge shock to my system to find out that one my ice skating lessons I had as a child had not transferred and stayed with me after all those years. And two, that actually becoming that skater takes so much skill, so much balance, so much muscle power in your thighs and ass that it's going to take me a while to create that end result. Okay. If you're going through the process of learning how to do something and you have the image of it should look like this and it should be easy and it I should be doing it like that person, what happens is you can create a lot of shame and resistance about your inability to do something. Now, just because you're learning a new skill doesn't make you unworthy, doesn't make you not good. And I think that's why roller skating is a good example for this because I'm not taking it personally. But the way to shift that instead of looking at other people and comparing yourself to where you want to be and like beating yourself up that you're not there already you need to think about it as creating the lifestyle that could support that result and the lifestyle that could make producing that kind of result very easy and here's what I mean If I want the lifestyle of a great roller skater, what that means is that the time that I spend roller skating has to come first. Like I have to prepare ahead of time for when I'm going to be roller skating. I found a community and found friends with people so that I would be encouraged to go roller skating because I want to hang out with them. I started to build, you know, a community of people who were really engaged in roller skating, people who were way better at roller skating than I was so that I could learn from them I'm like can I just stand next to you because you're such a good skater like will it just rub off for me and in a way it actually does when you see people who skate often and who are really good you start modeling their behavior you start trying it on and so with my skating I built this ecosystem of support and of people of community to create a lifestyle where I'm always skating, therefore I will create the result of being an excellent skater. This may make sense if I tell you what the opposite of this is. The opposite of creating a lifestyle to your goal is like buying a pair of roller skates, saying that you really want to be good, having that shock to the system experience when you realize it's going to be a bit more challenging or it's like a bit more different to what you expected, But then you have loads of justifications for why you can't practice. Oh, I've got a full-time job. I just don't have the time. I don't have the energy. You know, all of those things. 
So you will know that you haven't created a lifestyle of the goal that you want if you are blaming and justifying and excusing the reason why you don't have the results. It's simply that you don't have the lifestyle. So when it comes to your business and creating business results, you need to look at what you want the outcome of your business to be. Maybe you want the outcome to be that you work four days a week in your business and on Fridays you take the day off. Whatever you want your end result to be, you need to pause and ask yourself, what is the lifestyle habits, traits and qualities that would make having that result very natural, very easy, like a no brainer. For instance, if your end result is that you want to hire your first team member, someone to assist you with graphic design, or you want to hire an assistant, for instance, financially, you're going to have to have your business set up in a way to be able to support those payments. So how can you start putting aside money that you're making now to support that goal that you're wanting? Have you given any thought to the kind of tasks that you will give or hand off or outsource to your assistant? Have you thought about any benefits that you might give them? Have you thought about when you're going to check in with them and what sort of communication that you want? Have you thought about how you're going to maintain your profits when you start building your team? You have to commit to creating that kind of lifestyle and not just want the end result. Because when you rush to the end result, like I have many times, like when you just rush to the end result, you will fall over on your roller skates. You will make a mistake in business and you won't be able to pick yourself up. It will feel really hard every time you fail it would be such a big catastrophe when really every failure is just an opportunity to pick yourself up and to have your own back and to love yourself through it okay so number two was commit to the lifestyle and not the end result number three is that your fear of people will stop you growing okay (laughs) there is a huge backstory behind this one So many of you, and I'm actually going to do a whole podcast on this because I feel like this topic is so interesting. But often when people meet me, they see me on Instagram or they know me personally, they describe their personality as being really big, that like, like people describe me as being really confident and all those kind of stuff. And it's so interesting when people say you have such a big personality because I'm like, what does that mean? Like, do I? And like when people are like, Like for a while, people would say to me on Instagram, like, oh my gosh, I just love your energy. And I would be like, what on earth are they talking about? My energy, like, you know, when like being you is just so habitual and you're just being you online, you start to like be like, like, I just wanted to be like, what are you talking about? My energy? Because I was like, I'm going to bowl up that shit and sell it to people. Anyway, so... I've realized that my energy is just like my personality and just like me being a goofy dork that I love to be. But I actually started a course of therapy in about February of 2021. And I remember talking to the therapist that I had found on the NHS and I was telling her about some things I was challenged with and experiencing. And she was like, oh yeah, this is social anxiety. Like you have social anxiety. And I was like, what? And then after that session with that therapist, I put the phone down and I spoke to a good friend of mine and they were like, isn't this so weird? Like she thinks I have so social anxiety. And my friend was like, that makes so much sense and makes no sense at the same time. 
because I'm quite bubbly. I'm quite personable. I'm definitely the person that if you're in a restaurant and you don't like the food, you need me to send it back to make sure you get a refund and then a free dessert. Like (laughs) I have no problem with the gift, like using my voice most times, but I have or I used to suffer with being really self-conscious when I was in large groups of people. And I think many people, even if you've never experienced therapy, even if you've never been told that you're experiencing social anxiety, will also have this fear of doing things in front of people. Here's the thing. Roller skating is a spectator sport, whether you like it or not. When I go out into the park, people walk by and they sometimes like park their buggies like by the side and they just watch. (laughs) So you'll be there practicing things, falling over, tripping, and they'll like be watching, like park their buggies or smiling. And like, they're just like interested and they want to ask you questions. And they're like, oh, when did you start roller skating? Like roller skating is a spectator sport. Like people are just so interested. But if you show up to roller skate and you are afraid to have people watch you and when you have someone watching you, your brain starts to fill up with all these thoughts of, oh no, what are they thinking? What are they looking at me for? Like, like, what are they saying about me? Are they judging me? Like, do they think I'm bad? Like, do they like my outfit? And you start having all of these thoughts, which I call your fear of people. I'm sure in therapy, they call it something else. They call it social anxiety. (laughs) I'm like, you're afraid of people. And any fears that you have about yourself, as soon as you start thinking about all of the people watching you and wanting to impress all of the people watching you because you're afraid of their judgment, it actually takes you out of the present moment so you can't focus on the skills that you're trying to create and what ends up happening is you're more likely to do something that you're really good at because you want to impress these people that are watching like me skating forwards I'll just like skate a couple of laps at, like so people know that I can skate but the thing is is that I'm not trying to get really good at skating forwards I'm trying to get good at the flips and the jumps and all of those things so as soon as you start trying to impress your parents parents as soon as you start trying to impress your co-workers and you want to prove them wrong and you want to you know show them that you've got what it takes you actually start manipulating your business in a way and what you do in your business that doesn't serve its growth and it doesn't serve you you can't both be afraid of people and when I say that I mean afraid of their judgment and also move forward at the same time. Your brain will either focus on the people and their judgment or focus on the skills that you're trying to learn. Also, I feel like your fear of people in a business sense shows up when you're afraid to like talk to people, like or message people, or you have the kind of business online where you're just posting and you never really spark up a conversation with the people that actually follow you. And you don't actually know why people follow you. You're just like an Instagram page, but you don't have any you know, you're not actually engaging with the people on Instagram and you're afraid to ask people questions. Like you're afraid of people. And this is so wild to me when I'm in a session with someone and I say, hey, like, you know, can you ask someone who follows you, like why they follow you? And they're like, I'm afraid to speak to people. And I'm like, what? Like you sell to humans. You can't be afraid of humans. 
with roller skating on my first time that I went in the skate park I really wanted to know how to do it and I didn't know and I was there by myself it was like seven or eight o'clock in the morning and there was these two girls there and I just walked up to these girls and I said hey I don't know you you don't know me but can you teach me how to go down some of these ramps and they said yes in that time that we spent together where they were teaching me stuff I learned a new skill that I could add to my skating repertoire if I had not asked them I actually would have gone home because I didn't know how to do the ramp safely and also everywhere else to skate was super wet so I would have missed out on skating time if I had been afraid of people now of course when it comes to things like social anxiety if that's something that's in your experience you probably have your own techniques for working through this. And this is definitely, definitely not to shame anyone who's experiencing intense social anxiety. But this is just to say, when I was experiencing that, so much of it was just that I was so preoccupied with what other people thought. As soon as you let go of those thoughts of other people, there is so much more space for you to step in to who you really are and to like show up on the dance floor to do what you really came to do so that was a long one but really it's a biggie so number four is oh my gosh I love this one number four is you must do things in a certain way so if you listen to my episode on making decisions this is point is a really nice way to follow up on that podcast episode and if you haven't you are gonna want to scroll back and check out that episode because it's all about how decisions speed you up and how indecision and confusion and overwhelm slows you down so when it comes to skating there's lots of opportunities to fall over (laughs) there's times when you are jumping there is times when your skates are leaving the ground There are times where one skate has left the ground and you need to stabilize yourself on four wheels on the other leg. You need to shift your body weight in certain times and at certain moments in order to make a move and to make a move or a trick or a transition really work and be successful. So you don't end up on your butt, but you end up back on your wheels. So (laughs) as you're doing tricks and transitions it feels quite scary if you're new to it but one of the ways that you can guarantee falling over and not being able to complete a trick is by not doing things in a certain way and what I mean by that is that there are some things where you have to be really sure that you're gonna put your leg down at this time like you're gonna move to the left and then you're gonna put your your you're gonna move your leg into the next space Okay, if you are trying a transition and you're like hesitating or you're not sure, you move through the transition and then you kind of change your mind halfway through, you will fall over and you won't be able to complete that transition. Again, falling over is not the worst thing that happens. You try and you get better with it. But when you actually start to do those transitions really, really well, you'll notice that you do them in a certain way. You're like very sure of your footwork and you're very sure that you're going to make that jump or make that turn. Like you're very sure of like what muscles and where you're putting your body weight and all those kind of things. It's the same thing with our business. When we launch, okay, (laughs) 
when you I love using the example of launching but again this can relate to any part of business launching is just one part of your business I know but it's a part of our business that we all no matter on what level we're at have experience in so when we launch especially if you've launched many many times you will be able to see in like your back catalog of launches which launches didn't do well because you didn't do it in a certain way you weren't confident you didn't like mark your foot in the sand you maybe were hesitant you were holding off on decisions and you just didn't give it your whole heart in the way that you know you could so after you make a decision to do something and remember When you're making decisions in your business and you're going into the unknown, like you're doing something that you've never done before, you are going to have to really trust your gut and your intuition on what you think is the right thing to do. But when you make a decision, you really have to follow through with the decision, drive that decision all the way through, see it all the way to the end, and then evaluate the progress or the process once you've completed that decision and you've done it in a certain way. So oftentimes, some of our failures, quote unquote, come from the fact that we aren't doing things in a certain way, that we're unsure of ourselves. And we haven't really built that trusting relationship with ourselves to really believe that we're making the right decision. So again, if this is you, I go into this way deeper in that episode called how to make decisions. So definitely check that out. When it comes to doing things in a very certain way, And even when it comes to manifesting something that you're wanting to create, I believe the process of manifestation of inviting the universe in to work with you is not like, hey, universe, can you do this with me? It's more like, hey, universe, I'm going in this direction and I want you to meet me there. It's like a very powerful energy. And when you show up with that level of like certainty and that level of like this is happening and it's done, the universe has to match your energy. Okay. But we have to go first. You have to be the first person on the dance floor. So they are my four lessons from roller skating. Do things in a certain way. Commit to the lifestyle and the process, not the end result. Your fear of people will stop you from growing. And if you like skating, you also have to like the falling. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you're going to want to get in touch to Coach With Me one-on-one. We take all of these concepts and materials, apply them to your brain and your business so we can get you to your next level. Join me by going to www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level. That's www.kyramatthews.com forward slash next level to get your space to coach with me one-on-one. I can't wait to see you there.